Welcome back to Synchronicity, the Godcast where we know that nothing is a coincidence and thus everything is intentional. How do you feel about that? Let's talk about it. Now, I say that this is a Godcast because I, as Chase the Space, have been called away by God to live a black experience. So that's what I've been going through for the last 25, about to be 26 years of my life. So if you have listened to the last episodes where I am sharing how all of Metatron's past lives have been stolen by the Masons so that Jealous Jehovah can teach us we are all creations of the all-consuming fire who are destined to live once? It is because the Masons make infinite money off of Metatron's metaverse that I am trapped in poverty as they get to use the metaverse they stole from Metatron to cut me down, suppress me, keep me silent, and make money off of me. So this is what the black experience means. This is what black means to the Masons that want to be seen as God. Black means lack. So literally, I am recording this Godcast on a computer that doesn't even boot up when I need it to. Literally, that's how poor I am. This is the black experience that's been manufactured. The Masons have created a matrix where white is seen as rich and black is seen as poor. So that's why right is rich. It is right to be rich. It is lack to be poor. And the reason I am supposedly getting evicted and kicked out of my home is because I am too black to live here. That's the Vatican vampires teaching me that as a Native American, as Quetzalcoatl, as Kukulkan, as Symmetry, I do not deserve to have my own space in my own home. I need to be removed by the banking system because God will not give me the money to protect myself from the gods that have stolen all my past lives to make me serve them. And that's why I'm in more pain than I can honestly put into words. And especially, I figure since I'm in so much pain, I can't put it into words. I might as well share the story of how real racism is. (laughs) So this episode is about the realities of racism. And I'm breaking it down from the perspective of Mercury so that we can see why racism is religious and we can see why the concept of white supremacy is rooted in a religion that wants to erase the individuality of all the indigenous individuals that it needs to bring lack to. So this is why all the indigenous individuals on earth are identified as black because the banking system is using its monotheistic, racist idea of God to bring lack to all the Native American cultures that it cannibalizes in the name of Jesus. Happy Thanksgiving. So, I've been in more pain than I can put into words, and this is what powers the black experience, pain. White people are obsessed with causing pain for black people because they believe that we are more powerful when we're motivated by pain. 
And that's the whole backing of slavery. That's why the Christians are taught to beat their slaves to make America great, to build a new world. Because bringing death, bringing pain to black people gives more money to white people. This is fundamentally what the banking system believes. This is how America was created to be the greatest nation in the world. Because this is humans' very real relationship with the terms white and black when it comes to identifying them based on the color of their skin. Based on being identified as white or black by individuals outside of oneself. Because this is why we're talking about your relationship with God the way that we are. My relationship with God is really toxic because God steals everything from me to trap me in poverty. And when I say that, I'm talking about the Jewish God. So when we see that the Jewish God wants to be worshipped as the one true God, we can see why he's using all the past lives of Metatron to teach us that we only live once. That's how the Jewish God puts all of our gods in a state where we feel disconnected from our past lives. And when we feel disconnected from our past lives, we are disconnected from the powers that we had before being born. And if we're disconnected from the powers that we had before being born, well, this is where power is God to everybody. And if you don't feel like you have power inside of yourself, then you're going to start looking for God outside of yourself. And this is the balance that we have to strike in our relationship with God. My relationship with God is based on my spirit's relationship with all the spirits outside of myself, which means that my spirit is an individual God and every spirit outside of myself is an individual God. Now, if a spirit does not want to take responsibility for its power, it's going to use its God element to say that it is not responsible for its God element. So that's what it looks like when the Ku Klux Klan gets paid to cannibalize the billions of children that they steal from the cultures of Kukulkan, but because the U.S. government and the Vatican and the European Russians abduct Native American children in the name of Jesus, they're the good guys and we are the bad guys. That's objectively Jewish Christian belief. That's the justice system. This is how the Jewish justice system makes infinite money off of slavery to this very day, because this is the fundamental belief of right and wrong in Christianity. Christianity has been taught by Judaism that white is right and black is wrong. So when we see that the Jewish justice system says that white people can make money doing whatever they want, but black people need to be removed from our homes We have to see how intentional this is. This is very extremely intentional. The whole purpose of identifying humans as white and humans as black is that the Jewish justice system is objectively projecting that white people get to live and white people will be paid to live, but black people will get paid to die. And because you can't get paid to die, that actually just means that white people not only get paid to live, but white people get paid to kill black people. And that's the Ku Klux Klan cannibalizing the cultures of Ku Klux Klan so that they can sell Hollywood. Again, we'll talk about Wakanda forever. Uh, I'm getting there, but that's literally why Wakanda forever matters. The movie Wakanda forever only matters because the Ku Klux Klan 
cannibalizes the cultures of Kukul Khan so that they can sell the idea that all the Native American gods in existence were created by the Jewish God to serve him. And that's why I'm trapped in a black experience with no way out. I literally cannot protect myself because I need money to protect myself from the people that are using money to steal everything from me. And that's why God matters to the Masons, because Mercury matters. Everything that I'm sharing with you here matters to the Masons more than money. That's why they're using all the money they stole from me to trap me in poverty. Because my currency is more valuable than any number can assign value to. This is explicitly why Native Americans did not want to sell their land to the Europeans who are trying to assign our bodies with a certain value who are trying to assign our resources and our land with a certain value that ultimately just gives them the ability to manipulate us. So if a banking system can just type on its computer or write down in its ledger that they have trillions of dollars and then they decide that every child in Native America is worth $10, okay, well, that sounds like America. That sounds like literally the creation of America. That sounds like the banking system, banking on our bodies. Because Judaism is using the Merkaba to sacrifice the flesh of Native Americans on the cross of Christianity. Because we're all Jesus. I'm fasting right now as I am stressing myself beyond any measure of any words to find a solution to my problem. And the only reason I'm even speaking these words to you is because I've been fasting for years to learn about my spirit and my soul and my structure. So fasting is super awesome. Fasting is super important for all of us to do because we would all save money. I literally, God has put me in a black position where I've had to fast for years because I don't have the money to buy food. My bank account right now, I don't have the money to buy food. So I honestly cannot blame this building for wanting to evict me and for striving to evict me. I don't even have the money to pay for my food. I don't have money to pay for my phone bill. God refuses to give me the money to protect myself from the system that is using all of my past lives to teach me that I'm a slave to the white supremacist desires of jealous Jehovah's Allah-consuming fire. All because Masons need Mercury to work for them. All because the Masons can't hold themselves together without tearing Mercury apart. Explicitly, literally, that's what trees mean to the banking system. The banking system wouldn't even be able to print money if they didn't chop down our trees after violently stealing our land from us. That's why the Masons made all their money by being gold diggers. So when men hate gold diggers, that's a projection of how they themselves had to steal land and steal resources from me and my family so that they can dig gold in our homes in our world and make money off of our material while cutting us out of our wealth. That's the Native American experience. This is what it truly means to be black. We are being lack. We are brought lack by the racist religions that want us to call them white, that want us to call them the right men to lie to us. And that's what this story is about. How I, as a Native American black man, was kicked out of a weed dispensary that I was welcome in for years before the individual who kicked me out got hired there. And the only difference between the people who were 
hired before and the person who got hired to kick me out now is that all the people who I was interacting with before were people of color, most of them, virtually all of them. All the workers at this clinic, that's the weed dispensary, I'm going to call it a clinic, that's the name for it. All the workers at this clinic were people of color. So it doesn't seem to be a coincidence. It seems to be very intentional that the first worker who is white, aka the first worker who is a Jewish European settler, because that's what white means, a settler from Europe who identifies under the monotheistic religion of either Judaism or Christianity. And of course, they have so many denominations, but it's all about following Abraham's covenant. So let's not get lost in details. We need to have a clean perspective on God so that we can clearly communicate about why we are all conscious. <laughs> why are we all conscious of why God matters to everybody? Because racism plays a very real role in everybody's relationship with God. Racism plays an extremely real role in everybody's relationship with God. So, for example, whoever you are, whatever your idea of God is, chances are you would not imagine that God would be racist towards you or that God would be prejudiced towards you or that God would want to cut you out of your home or cut you out of your land. You as an individual would not want to think that because that doesn't even make sense. Right? I know it doesn't make sense for me. If I as a spirit am happy alone, why would I believe that God wants to remove me from my space? Why would I believe that God wants to hurt me? Why would I believe that God wants to sacrifice me like Jesus to the government for everybody else's problems? But that's what Mercury means to God. That's what I'm going through. I'm being sacrificed by the people who don't want to fast. I'm being sacrificed by individuals who don't want to raise their vibration for themselves. So they need me to support them as they use me to support themselves. And that's literally white and black people. So objectively, white people use black people to support themselves. Which is why white people need black people to support them. And now we have this system where black people are forced to support white people because white people go out of their way to make money killing us, to make money murdering us. That's explicitly why the Ku Klux Klan has named itself after Ku Klux Klan, because the Europeans are using witchcraft to replace the Native Americans, to replace us. I wish this wasn't true, but this is the only reason they've made Avatar 1 and 2. They made Avatar a big budget, high money movie. And they made Avatar 2, The Way of Water, a big budget, high money movie. They're both about Europeans cloning Native Americans so that they can use our bodies as costumes to infiltrate our cultures and colonize our homes from the inside out, to take over our world from the inside out by disguising themselves as us and then backstabbing us when we turn the other cheek. When we trust them enough to turn away from them, they kill us by putting on a costume, 
calling themselves the Ku Klux Klan and then taking off the costume and saying that the police can't find the Ku Klux Klan. So during the day, the police serve and protect. And during the night, the Ku Klux Klan serve and protect. Literally, the police and Ku Klux Klan are the same exact humans serving and protecting the same exact Vatican, the same exact Roman religion, the same vampires, the same Russian rulers who teach the police to sacrifice Native American children in the name of Jesus so that they can go to church and make money and build a system off of our backs. Because that's what the caduceus means to the medical industry, using everything they stole from Hermes Trismegistus to build a medical system off of giving us scoliosis, off of giving us back problems, off of forcing us to sit all day every day so that our nervous system and our blood channels do not work properly. That's why I got hemorrhoids. I had hemorrhoids in college because I've been forced to sit all day every day. And all the solutions to hemorrhoids online are surgery. Yet I have the real solution to hemorrhoids. It's my course, The Skeletal Solution. I have permanently healed. I have reversed the skeletal problems that were causing hemorrhoids simply by using my muscle consciously. Simply by being able to consciously apply my muscle and my mind to my body, I've been able to realign my skeleton to the point of healing my hemorrhoids. I don't deal with the horrible hemorrhoid pain that was debilitating me anymore. I would not have been able to sit here and do this podcast with the hemorrhoids that I had over a year ago. It's only because I was able to push my spine back into alignment that I learned how my body works from the inside out. And now I can be passionate about telling you that hemorrhoids are caused when your spine falls out of alignment and it's pressing against your blood vessels in a way that's not natural. If your blood vessels are being restricted by your bones, that's because the banking system has forced you, like it's forced me, to sit all day every day. And the longer we sit all day every day, the more our bones fall out of alignment and result in circulatory problems. So it's explicitly because my skeleton, based on me having braces and crooked teeth and sitting all the time, my skeleton has been pushed so far out of alignment, it was pressing into the blood vessels that allow my anus to function, (laughs) literally. So we sit on our butts. This is why so many people have hemorrhoids, but they don't talk about it. Like my roommate from college, he had hemorrhoids but he didn't want to talk to anyone about it. And when he came up to talk to me about it, I was already using a standing desk as I searched for a solution to my hemorrhoids. (laughs) Literally. The solution to my hemorrhoids at that time was a standing desk, and I used that standing desk for over a year. I used that standing desk for over a year, and I was still dealing with hemorrhoids when I came to LA. The only reason I don't have hemorrhoids is because I use my muscle to move my skeleton back into place, back into alignment, which has allowed my blood to flow freely again. And because I move my spine, my skeleton back into alignment, it has eased the pressure off of my blood vessels, allowing my hemorrhoids to go away. Because hemorrhoids, if you don't know, I mean, you can look it up, of course, but hemorrhoids happen 
when the blood vessels in your anus are inflamed based on being under pressure, under an unnatural amount of pressure. Everything on the internet, the Masons who stole all their metal from Metatron, they're obsessed with mutilating our flesh for money. So of course, when you go on the internet, all the solutions to hemorrhoids are going to say, you need to get your blood vessels cut out by a doctor who's using metal to make money, mutilating your flesh, or a doctor who's using metal to perform some cauterization or a freeze and dry peel off burn. Either way, they want to remove your blood vessels from your body when they're inflamed. That is the modern Masonic medical solution for hemorrhoids. Just like their modern Masonic medical solution for crooked teeth is to put metal glued onto our bones or our dentures, our dentine, glued onto our teeth. Right? I understand teeth are not technically bones. <laughs> it's just easy to say teeth are bones, but they're not technically bones or our dentin, whatever. The point is, Gluing metal onto our teeth results in our teeth actually being more crooked. That's why when they give us braces and they pull our teeth in, they then have to remove our wisdom teeth. Because they pulled our wisdom teeth so far in, they say that we're not supposed to have the wisdom of our wisdom teeth. And they need to get paid to remove our wisdom teeth from our skulls. So my wisdom teeth were not nearly as impacted as they were after I got my braces off. I can literally see how my face has been transformed only for the worse because I had braces. And I can see how it was because my face was transformed by braces that my skeleton become even more crooked. And as my skeleton became even more crooked, my spine got more scoliosis. It fell more out of alignment and I started dealing with hemorrhoids. I started dealing with the health problems that come from having a spine that's out of misalignment, which is bigger than hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids is just the main health problem that I was dealing with based on the fact that I had to sit in school all day, every day. And sitting in school and college was becoming unbearable. I didn't talk to anyone about this. It has been years. I, I don't talk to anyone about this because hemorrhoids are quote unquote embarrassing for most people. But the problem is, if we don't talk about our health, then we'll never find solutions. So I want you to know, I have the solution to hemorrhoids. It's my course, The Skeletal Solution. And I want you to know that the solution to hemorrhoids is not letting a mason use metal to cut your blood vessels out of your butt. Just like the solution to crooked teeth is not letting masons glue metal to your teeth so that they can pull them so far in that they're going to make more money removing the teeth that your body grew out of your face than actually teaching you how to create more space for all of your teeth to coexist in your face naturally because that's what i do i teach you how to create more space in your face so that all the teeth that are in your skull can actually function together because that's the only problem when we have crooked teeth or we have tooth problems in general when it comes to misalignment malclusion it's because as humans we stopped holding the proper posture we stopped using our tongue healthily we stopped eating the right diet 
And all these factors work together to make our bones fall into our body. And that results in our blood vessels being constricted. That results in our nervous system being impaired by the bones that are supposed to protect it. Our bones are supposed to protect our nervous system. But if our bones fall out of alignment, if we get a bunch of scoliosis, then our bones will actually work against our nervous system. That's where we get pinched nerves and overall suppressed signals. And this is happening in everyone's bodies. But the problem is the medical industry does not want us to talk about this because they make money manufacturing health problems. They make money spreading disease, spreading sickness, and then giving us bills because they say that we need to pay for our ills. When they're the ones causing our ills, and giving us solutions that actually result in more sickness. More sickness for us, but more money for them. So that's why money matters to white people. Because white people use money to bring lack to individuals outside of themselves. So that's what the medical industry does. When the white people use braces to put metal on the teeth of black people, they are bringing lack to Native Americans. Because this is not how we naturally are supposed to live with God. God created us to naturally have straight teeth when we are living a human healthy lifestyle of standing up and moving, being athletic, holding our tongue in the roof of our mouth, breathing properly, keeping our head pulled back and our chest pushed out, our hips pushed out. People live the opposite. People push their head forward and their hips backwards. That's where we get forward head posture. And then you have all the science about how forward head posture actually puts so much pressure on the cervical part of the spine. It's not even funny. And it's because people hold forward head posture to such a degree that they deal with headaches. They deal with, yet again, an impaired nervous system. And I don't believe anyone should be dealing with an impaired nervous system. I don't believe people should have crooked bones because they're forced to sit all day every day. I don't believe that's fair. I don't think that's fair. That's why I've created ChaseYourGenes.com at the full expense of myself. That's why I'm passionately here producing this content at the expense of myself, even though I literally can't afford to. I'm about to be evicted, according to my property manager. I'm about to lose my home. I will not have electricity. I won't have running water. I will be lack a place to live because white people are using all the money they stole from Mercury to trap me, Spider-Man, in an unwinnable circumstance. And God would matter to me if God would protect me. But that's what makes this so painful because it seems like God is not protecting me. And this is why racism is so painful to all of us. Because when you are a victim of racism, it's like having proof that God is not protecting you. It's like having proof that the universe you're in is not here to support you. And the universe you're in is working against you because the gods of the universe are working against you. That's what this feels like. That's what I'm in. It feels like the gods of the universe are using everything they stole from me so that they can make money working against me. And no matter what I do, 
I'm just deeper in poverty because this is the black experience that the gods who use all the money they stole from Mercury have weaponized the banking system to manufacture for humanity. I wish what I was saying was not true, but it is because this is the only reason why humans serve the banking system and why humans identify their race as white and black, but they don't understand how masons are weaponizing hermeticism to make them fight each other. I don't want to see humans fight each other. That's all Wakanda forever is. That's all these modern movies want us to do. They want us to fight each other so that we will work for the individuals that are teaching us that they don't work together. And now we're being gaslit by God. Everyone is being gaslit by the gods that use this banking system to make money off of slavery. Seriously, that's, I mean, that's serious. This is real. We're all being gaslit by the gods that use the money they stole from Mercury to manufacture slavery, systemic slavery, genocide. And I'm in more pain than I can put into words because I hate I hate being gaslit by God. I want to trust God. I want to believe in God. And this is why the Native Americans got all their land stolen by the Jewish God. Because we believe in the Jewish God, but the Jewish God does not believe in us. And when I say that, clearly the Jewish God believes in us, but the Jewish God does not respect our right to privacy or space, which is why the Jewish God believes in stealing everything from us by paying the Ku Klux Klan to cannibalize the cultures of Ku Klux Klan. That's explicitly Abraham cannibalizing the cultures of Brahma. That's explicitly jealous Jehovah using all the past lives of Metatron to make us believe that Jesus needs us to live once because that's smarter than knowing that we live before. It's smarter to sacrifice ourselves to a system out of fear and the desire to go to a space outside of our own space, outside of our own heaven, than it is to realize that we have all these past lives because we as spirits have to be in our own heaven before we fall into hell. So all of your past lives are proof that you were in heaven before you fell into hell. And that's why after you die, you want to go back to heaven because you want to go back to your own space. After I die, I want to go to heaven. The problem is these racist religions have weaponized hermeticism to teach me that heaven is outside of my space. That's why this banking system has created a backwards world. Like everyone on the internet, people say this world is backwards. That's why. It's because the banking system, the masons who use the banking system to bring a black experience to Native Americans, are weaponizing all of the wisdom that they stole from Mercury to teach us why we don't have our own Mercury. That's truly the Jewish justice system using the Emerald Tablets and the Vedas that they stole from Metatron's many messengers of Mercury so that they can teach us that we all be lack our own Mercury. And that's why these religions and the sciences that believe in these religions, like Billy Carson, say that we are all expressions of one consciousness. Because in the eyes of the religions that want to erase our individuality, none of us have our own Mercury. None of us have our own mind. We are all expression. We are all expressions of one man's mind. We are all expressions of one spirit's mind. And that's why these Masons do not teach you that your space is your God.
Your spirit is your God. And this is why God matters to you. Because God is a space that is making your life possible. God is in charge of heaven for you. Your God is in charge of your heaven. So if you want to go to heaven, then you have to connect and relate with your God. But your God is your space. That's why I'm so passionate about the spirit molecule. Because if you're not allowed to use a spirit molecule to separate your mind from your body, then we can see that what I'm saying is correct. This racist banking system has stolen Native American land because they want to make the indigenous practice of using ayahuasca and psychedelics to connect with God illegal, which is explicitly how Christians keep us at the most low so that they can make money teaching us to worship the Most High. And the Most High is literally just the desire of Jehovah to be seen as Metatron. But because he doesn't want to be seen as his own Metatron, he's using everything he stole from Metatron to be seen as all of us. And that's what the Metaverse means to the Masons. I wish they named it Jehovahverse. <laughs> I wish they named it Oliverse. I wish they named it Yahwehverse. I wish they named it Jesusverse. It just shows me, yet again, just like the Ku Klux Klan cannibalizing the name of Kukul Khan, just like Abraham cannibalizing the name of Brahma, Facebook doesn't feel like it can make money off the internet if it doesn't cannibalize the name of Metatron. All right, so again, Tron is the internet, and Meta is referring to the fact that the internet is expanding because we're putting our consciousness into it, and our consciousness is always expanding, and it's always referring to itself, and that's you knowing that your Meta, your Meta power is you being aware of how all your past lives are connected by your soul, because ultimately, your conscious ability to connect all of your past lives with your soul creates a Metatron atmosphere where your mind can be way more aware of your relationship with God than any spirit outside of yourself. And this is where you're going to have a very metaphysical relationship with the universe, <laughs> where basically spirits outside of your space can't tell you shit. I'm trying to get to that space. I've, I've been trying to protect myself. Again, this is why I have to speak like this because the Masons stole everything from Metatron so that they can manufacture a matrix where no one can tell them what to do. Literally, they tell us what to do. The World Health Organization tells us that we are not allowed to post about our hearts and our blood on YouTube. But none of us are allowed to tell them that they can't kill indigenous children in the name of Jesus. Clearly, the Masons make money killing the kids that they want to kill every day while teaching us that we're the bad guys and we need to support them. And that's what, again, that's what metal means to the matrix. That's why people go work a job out of fear of being mutilated by metal, whether it's being shot by a gun, being trapped in jail, or any other form of metal. Metal is used to bring death to life. So if someone is threatening the use of metal against you, that's because they are threatening you with death so that they can teach you to create a new life. 
That's what all of us have been going through. That's what all Native Americans and Black Americans, African Americans have been going through. That's why the white people can make money teaching us that we're black. And now they cannibalize our culture while stealing all of our resources and then using our resources to make us believe that this is God's plan because we're all expressions of jealous Jehovah. We're all expressions of El Kanah. We're all expressions of Allah's all-consuming fire. So now the white people who teach us that can never be wrong. That's what white means. It means that the followers of Judaism are never wrong. And the victims of Judaism are always black. And then the magic here is the followers of Judaism using the resources that they stole from doing unspeakably horribly evil things to billions of indigenous children to then manufacture warfare against themselves. And now they can say that they are more black than the black people that they're cutting out of the world. And boom, Judaism wins. Judaism gets to use white and black to say that religion is race. (laughs) And now the white British Russian Europeans who are using all the past lives of Metatron to teach us that we only live once can be the true Jews, the chosen children of God who get to make money bringing order to all of the emotional animals that make up God's body. This is the objective truth of why the Masons who wrote the Bible taught followers of the Bible to enslave Native Americans through the Bible. This is their justification. They teach us that we are all animals and as animals, we are expressions of the one true man. So literally, the Masons that want us to identify them as white say that they are humans and black people are animals. That's the meaning of white and black to Judaism. White means human, black means animal. So this is why the Bible's been used to teach white people that only white people are humans and all black people are animals meant to be consumed, controlled, colonized, contained, cut out by the white men, by the right men who can never be wrong because they serve a jealous spirit. So this is how real racism is. I'm breaking down how real racism is on a spiritual religious level so that we can protect ourselves as individuals from souls who do not have our best interests in heart, who do not want to help us. Because that's what I'm going through. I'm in a circumstance as I'm about to be evicted where the people that are supposed to help me are not helping me. Literally, here in the physical realm, this building, the people who are working in this building, like the property manager and the regional manager, they have not been helping me. We've been trying to pay rent and they won't let us. Because they're saying that we should be evicted. It's like they're trying to create a circumstance where we have to be evicted because they won't let us pay the rent that they're saying we need to pay. It's so bizarre. Like they're telling us we need to pay rent, but because they won't let us pay rent, we have to be evicted. And it's just so, it's so painful 
because I would not be dealing with an eviction if God helped me, if God gave me money any point last year. If God gave me money at any point this year, I would not be dealing with this. I would be protected. So I'm just more hurt than anyone can imagine that I've put this much work in. And I'm not only more poor than I was last year and the year before, but now I'm about to be removed from my home because I support people who don't support me that deeply. I support a system that does not support me so much that I as a Native American am about to be removed from the premises when the only reason Masons have the money to remove me is because they're weaponizing all the past lives of Metatron to teach us that we only live once. And now they're weaponizing all the mathematics of Mercury to teach us that God uses money to make religion matter. Seriously, that's why these religions matter. They're using the symbols, the symbology, the mathematics of Mercury to control how we see God and control how we communicate with one another. So the only reason I'm not seen as a person who's worth being kept alive in this apartment is because God has trapped me in a black experience where I don't have the money to protect myself from racism. I do not have the money to protect myself from the religious racism that is using the banking system they stole from Tehuti Hermes Trismegistus to teach me that I'm a slave to Yahweh's Mercury. This is why I want to kill myself. This is why I, like, I keep having to grapple with why I'm not killing myself. And I have to keep analyzing and realizing why I'm choosing to stay alive here when I want to kill myself. And <laughs> I can definitely see how racism plays a huge role in making people want to kill themselves. I'm sure there have been so many people in American history who killed themselves because racism got too hard and they did not feel like God supported them at all in the universe. And I feel so bad for all those souls. I feel so bad for everyone that does not feel like God supports them. This is why the Native Americans support Jews. We as Native Americans love Christians and we love Jews. We love to build them up. But as we can explicitly see in all aspects of human history, Christians and Jews love to tear Native Americans down. So that's them saying, we love you. We love to tear you down so you can build us up. That's what this is. That's how America has been made great. That's why Disney can use Peter Pan to teach us that Native Americans never landed in Wakanda. Because the Jewish God loves to tear the Native American gods down. The Native American gods love to build the Jewish God up. Because we, as Native American gods, love to build people up. We like to build for people. That's why white people have enslaved black people in our own land, because we like to build for others. We do. That's what this podcast is. What I'm doing right now is me building a podcast for others. I'm not doing this podcast for myself. I'm not talking about these topics because this makes me happy. On the opposite, I'm forced to talk about these topics because this is what matters to God. This is what matters to me 
And this is what matters to me in my relationship with God. And this is why God matters to everybody. So as we already covered from all the past lives of Metatron, God is matter. The universe is weight. Consciousness is light. So all of our consciousness is light that's waiting in the universe. And the longer our consciousness waits in the universe, the more material we acquire to make God matter. The more material is derived out of light so that we can see why God matters. So when I plant a seed in the soil and I watch the seed grow into a tree, that's me as Chase observing the fact that God matters before anyone calls God a name. Okay, so this is why God is actually the concept of all of our spirits working together to make a universe relatable. And when all of our spirits can work together to make a universe relatable, that's how we produce solar systems where we can physically experience what it means to be an animal or a human. And now we can be a God in the flesh because we created the ability for us to be aware of what matters, which means that we are manipulating what matters to us so that we can bring heaven to earth. Okay. Like this is honest. That's, this is why money matters to the Masons that trap me in poverty. So this podcast, since I am in the process of being evicted because I'm too poor and God is just trapping me deeper in poverty because I, I guess I was, I was called away to be lied to and gaslit and betrayed and beaten down by individuals that use me to support themselves. And I, 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 I want to die. I would rather die than keep living a life like this. But whatever, like this is slavery. This is what it means to be a slave to the system that stole everything from you. So because the Masons stole all the math of Mercury from me, I'm forced to be a slave in my own world. I'm forced to be lack in my own world. Literally, my computer did not turn on for hours. So because I am a black man who does not have the money to buy new technology, I lost two hours of my life today because I could not just use my technology that I have available. So this is how being poor makes people poor. It's because I don't have money that I can't make money. And when I use the money I have to make money, the system just beats me down, traps me in poverty, pulls me apart, and then uses me to build itself up so that it can make money, keeping me in poverty. And that's how white people steal the cultures of Native Americans that they call black so that they can teach all of us that we're all expressions of one God, one man talking to himself. So this is racism. Like, that's true racism. Racism is when you believe that every spirit outside of your space is an expression of one ego or one man's idea, one fire element. That's Jealous Jehovah, El Kanah, one egoic man's fire element. The moment you believe I was created by him, you're going to erase my individuality by teaching me that I am a servant of your religion. This is how America has been built by the racist religions who weaponize 
the truths of polytheism to sell us the lies of monotheism. Because again, you have to be a god to even learn that you're not a god from a spirit who wants to be seen as god. So the moment you're connected to a spirit who's telling you that you're not god, you are literally in a polytheistic relationship with god. You yourself as a god would have to meditate in your own space and realize do you want to give your power away to someone else who wants you to see them as God? Or do you build a more personal relationship with your God so that you can be happy alone in your heaven, separate from the desires of other souls? So considering I'm trapped in a circumstance where the only thing that would save me is if God spirits outside of my space or the spirit in my space pulled off magic to be able to pay this building off before they actually evict me, even though they say the process is already underway, it's too late. If I don't get protected by God, I'm going to feel so, so much more sad than I already am. And I'm already sadder and in more pain than any words can express. So if I'm about to lose my home because everything that the banking system is doing is meant to manufacture poverty and blackness, lackness for Native Americans, and I'm not protected from that, then that makes me even sadder than I already am. And I have to talk about this because the best way that I can even protect myself is by communicating, using my words. I don't have the money to protect myself from the people who use money to teach me that I need to speak their language to serve their God. As a Native American, I would not even be speaking English if all of this slavery and systemic genocide stuff and the truth behind Thanksgiving was not real. So this episode is about why racism is real, how racism is real, and how racism really plays a real role in influencing our real relationship with God and the universe and everybody in the universe. So I'm about to spark up. We're going to vibe out. And once I come back, we will explore why God matters to everybody. It's your boy, Symmetry. Shout out to Hal Rad. He's the man. We're just talking and honestly, we're wondering why all you governmental losers always try to privatize and hire private eyes that just in a new disguise. Self, your creative lies, pushing a false narrative, claiming that you built a land you wish you had inherited from natives that you know were more advanced than you. They had already solved our current social issues. You saw some tissues and they taught the truth in school. Now the earth is getting hot when we should be getting cool. None of us are like the poor, you're only acting like the fools. You stole the red rules, but you can't handle April souls. Got a couple of rules, never break them. On vacation, I fuck with real news Not that Facebook application, I'm faced with a brand new nation At least when I dream, then I'll attack Kruger in the shower Just to hear him scream What I'm saying is a nightmare, it means something to me When the police roll 
follow up and I might fear what comes to be. He's looking at us funny. He's looking at us funny. You see that cop at them? He's looking at us funny. He's looking at us funny. He's looking at us funny. You see that cop there, bro? He's looking at us funny. He's looking at us funny. I wanna start running. I see that cop, man. Yeah, he's itching to get to gun it. He's looking at us funny. I wanna start running. Always reason for So we dash from the wet, we will not be your slaves. I'm my homies dead, we'll say we misbehave. They send us to the grave, then fabricate a script that's on everyone's lips. They have truth in a game of wonders. I'm Aladdin, find the magic, make it happen. These gunners hit our rabbits, so us are sips. Now I'm the captain, cause clapping, I'm slapping. Look at me feeling like a dragon, who's capping on cabinet. Don't understand what really happened now. Vice spreads, pets, possessing with the irony. Using taxpayer money, you think this was a parody. So to be entirely real, I've been working harder than anyone can see, which is why it's so painful that I am only more in poverty. I'm only poorer than I was years ago. I'm only deeper in debt than I was years ago. This black experience is so painful beyond words, and it completely feels like God hates me. So this is how I can see that the Masons have weaponized Hermeticism for themselves. White people are supposed to feel like God loves them. And black people are supposed to feel like God hates them. And this is why white people manufacture racism to cut black people out of our land. Because we're supposed to believe that God hates us and God loves whites. And this is very real witchcraft. Okay, when we understand that white represents the ego and black represents the soul, this is very real in all of our spirits because your whiteness is your ability to look up at yourself and your blackness is your ability to look down at yourself. So this is why your whiteness is correlated to loving yourself. That's you being thoughtful. Your blackness is correlated to looking down on yourself. So it's not hard to see then that when you look down on yourself, that's emotional. When you look up at yourself, that's thoughtful. And your ability to produce thoughts allows you to look up at yourself. Your ability to produce emotions allows you to look down at yourself. So this is what Masons are weaponizing against humans when they make us racially identify through their Jewish religion as white and black. They're having us identify as either thoughtful or emotional. And the Jewish concept is that God loves thoughtful spirits and God hates emotional spirits. And this is where to take that deeper God loves spirits that build themselves up and God hates spirits that tear themselves down. And this isn't to say that God actually hates spirits who tear themselves down. But the point is, if you yourself as a spirit are your own God and you tear yourself down, that's because you hate yourself. So in your relationship, in your personal relationship with God, because you tear yourself down, you feel like God hates you. Now, 
I don't tear myself down. That's what makes this black experience so painful. I'm being torn down by the Masons who teach me that I'm black so that they can use a white supremacist religion to make money off of my Mercury, off of my Metatron, off of my Merkaba, all of which they stole from me. Masons are weaponizing all of my past lives so that they can teach me why I'm a slave to their desires. That's been my life for these 25 plus years. So I don't want to feel like God hates me. The problem is because I'm about to be evicted for being too poor to function in the universe that is a manifestation of my Mercury, it feels infinitely like God hates me. It feels completely like God is against me because I have been labeled a black boy and I'm forced to live this be like experience despite me putting all this work in being me. Despite me putting all this work into supporting all the spirits who don't support me. Despite being the spirit that allows Masons to work together, making money, teaching all of us to fight each other. I don't have any money on my own. I get the complete short end of the stick. I'm in the worst hell that I could have never imagined for myself. I would have never imagined this horrific of a hell for me. But this is my relationship with God because this is Metatron's relationship with Jealous Jehovah. This is Brahma's relationship with Abraham. And I'm caught in the middle, being gaslit by everybody, being lied to by everyone who needs me to support them so that they can use me to support themselves. And the only solution would be if I killed myself, if I removed myself from the equation so that I was not being lied to by all the spirits who need me to serve them. That would be my ultimate key to happiness. But because I'm not allowed to do that, I'm forced to work through the misery that is life in this universe, serving individuals who use me to support themselves so that they can cut me out of my own home, so that they can make money off of me and leave me poor. That's explicitly what Europe has done to Native Americans. The Native Americans were rich. We have all of our own material. We had all our own wealth before Europe landed and used their desire of making us support them to support themselves. And now we're black. We have none of our resources and white people have everything because they worship using money and metal to mutilate our flesh in the name of children that they've nailed on trees in the name of children that they sacrifice to a government, to a covenant, Abraham's covenant. So that's what makes this experience so painful, not just dealing with being so poor that I'm getting evicted from my home and I can't afford another home and I can't afford anything, but being cut out of the clinic simply because I happened to go at a time where I met a white guy who was in his own emotions, literally, because I have been going to this clinic for two years 
And the only reason that I'm even going to this clinic is because my roommate invited me to spend time with her in LA after I told her that I was in San Diego. When I came to San Diego, as you already know if you listen to past episodes, I came to San Diego and found myself working for the Ku Klux Klan. (laughs) All because Bradley said, there's no racism in California. And that's Bradley being the psychic white boy who's teaching me that we're all expressions of one source and that we're all one thing and that no one has original ideas because we're all just energy unfolding in a chaotic universe. He was the one who told me there's no racism in California so that then he could pull me into the Ku Klux Klan and they could make jokes about harvesting me for my scent and eating babies. And what's crazy is that Bradley, as a white boy, wants to act like all of that went down differently than it did. Literally. I like I already have confirmation of that from when he told me that he was talking to a girl about that time and he told the girl that he stopped spending time with the Ku Klux Klan because they were racist to me. When in reality, I had to talk to him for half a year to get him out of that group. And it had nothing to do with him caring about racism against me. It was all about him and all of his personal motivations and all of his personal reasons and his ego as to why he would keep spending time with people that he actually doesn't like. Why would he keep spending time with people that he actually doesn't resonate with? None of that had to do with him wanting to stop spending time because they were racist to me. If he wanted if he wanted to stop if he wanted to stop spending time with them because they were racist to me, then I would not have had to talk to him for over half a year about why he should stop spending time with them. But that's whitewashing history. That's him whitewashing history. And he showed me that he's whitewashing history based on his desire to look like a good person. So that's why he is a white person says, oh, I actually stopped spending time with that group of people because they were racist to my friend. That's him showing me that he knows that's what he should have done. See, spirits know what they should have done. And they'll tell you in times where they feel like they should have done something else, what they should have done. It'll just be veiled in perhaps a gaslighting lie. (laughs) You know, for example, the government can say that they did not kill people because they know that that's what they should have done. They should have not killed people. But in reality, it was because they killed people that we celebrate Thanksgiving. So that's how white people are taught their spirituality. So I don't blame Bradley even as a white boy for acting like that because that's how his government taught him to behave. So he knew that he should have stopped spending time with them because they were racist. That's why he said that's what he did to a girl that he was actually trying to have sex with. Because this is a girl that he was talking to me about how he wanted to have sex with. So he was trying to impress this other girl by telling her that he stopped spending time with the KKK because they were racist to his black friend. And I, as his black friend, the individual who put so much energy, time, and attention 
into supporting him and supporting him getting out of that know that that's not true and that's hurtful because he's completely erasing the half year plus that I put into talking to him about why he should leave the KKK. So that's literally yet again another manifestation of white people taking credit for the work that black people do so that they can cut us out of the conversation. So that they can make money off of our labor and leave us poor as they get richer. This is the friend that's not my friend anymore because he told me that I'm a fake friend. After he got 80,000 plus followers on TikTok because he said he took my teachings and turned them into posts. Literally, he told me that he was only able to get followers because he would take our conversations and use that to build his following. Meanwhile, I'm getting cut down on TikTok because TikTok is racist. I'm a black person on TikTok. And he already told me before we even started doing TikTok that he saw a video on TikTok how they have an algorithm set up to boost white people and suppress black people. And white and black aren't even real. Humans are not white or black. So these are this is Masonic Jewish witchcraft that is created to separate humans by physical features. Ultimately, by melanin content that's ultimately what it is so when we see that melanin is seven to ten times worth more than gold but they're suppressing melanated people in real life and cutting us down in real life and harvesting us for our resources in real life that's racism and this racism is fueled by the religion that killed black jesus to sell us a white version of him so it's because white people don't have melanin that they value melanin seven to ten times more than gold, objectively. And that's why they're jealous of people who have melanin. So they call us black because they want us to be lack our melanin. They want us to be lack our technology. They want us to be lack our connection to Wakanda, our connection to nature. They want us to be lack our resources. They want us to be lack our money. They want us to be lack our time. They want us to be lack our family. They want us to be lack our credit. They want us to be lack our consent. They want us to be lack our consciousness. Whites want natives to be lack our land. Whites want natives to be lack our culture. Whites want natives to be lack our gods. Whites want natives to be lack our space. That's why we are identified as black, as black, and we are cut out of our homes by people who are consuming our resources to support themselves. Because this is the Jewish expression of God, teaching black people that we were created by God to serve the desires of white people. And that's why Christians make this reality real every day. It's just Masonic chess games. And none of the followers of the religion are smart enough to see how the Masons are weaponizing hermeticism to trap all of our souls in the Matrix, a.k.a. the metaverse that they stole from the many messengers of Metatron's Mercury. And I feel so betrayed that I don't have the money to protect myself from this eviction. 
I wish with all of all my space that God would give me the money to protect myself, but it's not happening. No matter how hard I work, no matter what I do, no matter how 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 much I strive, God is not giving me what I need to protect myself. And it's terrifying. It's beyond terrifying. I feel betrayed. And this is what black people are going through. And What's sad is that this is happening because we have all been taught that the government is God. So because my emotions are being manipulated by money, I don't feel like I have God in my life because I cannot use money to protect myself from the government. So it's because the government has taught me that it's God that now I feel abandoned by God because my government is using all the mathematics of Mercury and the past lives of Metatron to kill me, to cut me out of my home, to steal me from my space with metal. And it's so unfair because my roommate, as I've already shared in the last episode, has had her life completely derailed by a rich person who basically got away with everything. Literally, this rich person T-boned my roommate, made her lose her job, she had to get surgery, Her body is messed up and hurt in so many different ways because of this car crash, because she got T-boned by a big car. And the woman who hit her was a rich lady who was driving while texting, texting while driving with a kid in her car. But she gets away with hitting my roommate because she has the money to tell the Jewish justice system and pay off the Jewish justice system to say that her GPS claims she was not there. So because the GPS says she was not there, the fact that she was there doesn't matter anymore. That's literally how Masons are using the metaverse to manipulate reality, to manipulate our emotions about what really happened. So because my roommate was in this long legal battle where the lawyers kept telling her, that she was going to win, she's now resulted in not winning. So we're both going through super unfair circumstances and we both need God. And what sucks is that for both of us, the true manifestation of God would be us having the money to protect ourselves from the government. But it's because she's been completely messed up by this lawsuit and this rich woman that can use money to trap her in poverty and protect herself and i've been completely silenced and suppressed and projected into poverty by the masons who stole everything from mercury that now we're terrified and it's so whack because it's only when i use a spirit molecule to separate my mind from my body that I actually feel free. It's only when I use a spirit molecule to separate my mind from my body that I actually feel at peace. I feel freedom, I feel at peace, and I feel like I'm in control of my space. But I realize that's because I'm in the mental realm and my mind being closer to my spirit is in control of my space. But because my mind has created a body 
in a universe where I'm not in control of this building evicting me, I'm terrified and it feels like God is not on my side. And the only times it feels like God is on my side is yet again when I'm on the spirit molecule. And we produce the spirit molecule when we fast. So I've been fasting so much to produce more and more of the spirit molecule. Yet I'm trapped in poverty because the Masons are using the metaverse to manipulate everybody. My roommate is not able to get a fair settlement. Again, these these lawyers have been lying to her for years, stringing her along. And now we have this eviction all because the lawyers lied to her for so long. If the lawyers wrapped up everything sooner and didn't lie to her to string out something that they just used to make her poor, then we would have also been able to protect ourselves from this eviction. But the only reason we can't protect ourselves from this eviction is because the lawyers are able to make money lying to us. And now we're deeper in poverty. And now we have to deal with other lawyers. Now we have to deal with more legal stuff because this is how the legal system uses lies to stretch us apart, pull us apart, beat us down, and make money for the Masons that are using all the past lives of Metatron to teach us that we need to sacrifice our Jesus to their system. I'm so sick and I can't pay any of my bills, which only makes me sicker. And then this is the black experience and the black energy that makes white people look at me and say, oh, we need to kill him because he's poor. Literally. And sadly, that is why I was removed from my clinic. I was removed from this dispensary where I was previously welcome at. Because a white man who sees himself as rich saw me as a black poor man. Or a black poor nigger the way that he treated me. (laughs) So he used his fire element to remove me and my roommate from the system. Literally, removing us from the system so that we cannot go back to that clinic that we built up a bunch of loyalty points at. We built up so many loyalty points being loyal to a system that's not loyal to us. So yet again, just Native Americans serving a government that is only working to cannibalize our culture and teach us that we be lack a connection to God, a connection to our spiritual space. I'm so hurt by this building. I'm so hurt by the clinic. I'm so hurt by racism. Racism hurts me more than words can express. Because racism is not in alignment with my idea of God. And racism is not in alignment with justice, fairness, or balance. And that's all nine energy. That's why the number nine is matter. And that's Libra in our astrological alignments. Libra as judgment represents us judging matter to make God real. So everyone's idea of God is rooted in their ability to judge what matters. (laughs) Literally. 
And this is why everyone has the ability to lie at any time. Everyone has the fire element. Everyone has the power to gaslight you and tell you that something that is not true is true. And you have the power to believe in what other people say and make what was not true, true. So when Europeans come into my land and I'm a Native American and they tell me that I'm black, that was not true. But if they're using the Jewish God, Elkanah's all-consuming fire to gaslight me, then I can believe that that's true and I will start expanding the universe in that direction. So if I believe that I am what white people tell me I am, I will take on that burden and support their God. So that's what it means to live a black experience. My entire life, I've been taught by white individuals, aka European invaders, that I, an indigenous man, am black. As a native to this land, I am black. So now I have to fall in line the same way all the other black people do. And this is how humans relate on the vibration. Okay, this is the point of the vibration because we are all somatically organized by the vibration we're in. That's what makes governments matter. That's why people organize in groups in cities and towns because we're all organized by a vibration. That's why Westworld shows us that they use the vibrations of 5G towers to manipulate all the humans that have been poisoned by their blood metals. <laughs> that have been poisoned by the robots. So again, if you want to get toxins out of your body ASAP, go fast and get tough with me in Always Ascending Academy. Fasting is the quickest, bestest way to detox all the garbage that is holding your body down out of your cells so that you can raise your vibration and live a way happier, healthier, more harmonious, hermetic life. You see how Jesus had abs? He's ripped when he got killed, right? That's because he fasted. <laughs> that can be you, but without getting killed. I don't want to see you be sacrificed by the government that stole everything from Metatron. I don't want to see you be sacrificed by a government that stole every, that stole all the past lives of Metatron to teach us that we only live once. I don't want to see you be sacrificed by a government that's using all the materialists stole from Mercury to make money manufacturing genocide and horrific slavery sex trafficking for the benefit of the gods that profit off of Thanksgiving and Halloween and Christmas. I want to see you be happy, healthy, and harmonious in your hermetic heaven so that we can all bring heaven to earth consensually. I care about consent. That's why it's important that I, as not the rapist, all right, a real therapist, tell you that you chose to be born. I'm not going to teach you that you were created by someone else because that's going against your consent. I want to remind you that your soul as your cosmic sea of consent is the essence that you use to choose where you build a body.
Your soul is the essence that lets you choose what matters to you. So do know that because anyone can lie to you at any time, every spirit is a liar. The truth is literally your soul's ability to judge right from wrong. Now, that's the truth on a moral level. On a physical level, the truth is the reality behind how a circumstance was created, how a circumstance was manifested. But when we see the truth on a physical level, we're going to see that there's always a morality behind that because circumstances were only manifested based on the fact that spirits had an idea of the right way to express God and the wrong way to express God. So that's us building buildings. That's why Libra is judgment. I show in astrological alignments predates. It goes before all the earth. Libra is the cardinal air, the judgment that results in body structure business. So if we're building any businesses, if we're building any buildings, if we're building any bodies, that's because we are all passing judgment for God. But we're passing judgment for ourselves as we work with God to discern right from wrong. So it's important to know that people can tell you whatever they want based on what they believe is right or wrong. So if your grandma tells you Jesus died for your sins and you know Jesus is Jealous Jehovah stealing every past life of Metatron to create a messenger that justifies genocide of billions of indigenous children for the celebration of Thanksgiving, you don't have to take that personally. <laughs> you don't have to take it personally that you know Jesus is used by Jealous Jehovah to justify genocide when your grandma has a different relationship with Jesus and you can judge with your own soul that she doesn't mean it the way Masons have created it. She is simply one of all the many other spirits that have been abducted in the Merkaba of America. So because you can pass judgment in your individual relationship with God, you know that your grandma is not evil She's just been abducted by an evil thought form and you can protect yourself from that thought form while creating a circumstance where perhaps you can protect her as well. So I feel for everybody who feels like they have been abandoned by God because I've been going through that. And this is where we have to all know that we have an infinitely individual and personal relationship with our own space and the reason why our space is going through anything it's going through. So I'm terrified if I if I if I really do get evicted and there's nothing that I can do because God does not give me the money to protect myself, then that's what happens. And I I have to persevere It's just completely terrifying and painful because my life would just get harder and worse based on how hard it's already been and how much I've already been pulled apart 
because I don't have the finances to protect myself from the financial institution. I don't have the monetary material to protect myself from the Masons that are using the made up money that they stole from Mercury to make their Mercury matter. And I mean, like, this is what I would require to protect myself. I, and that's just what makes it so painful that my roommate and I, when we're already dealing with the legal system and being cut out of our homes by the banks for us to be cut out of the clinic for us to be cut out of the dispensary where we were buying the most affordable weed that we could find literally everywhere else in LA the weed that we were getting from the clinic that we were used to going to what is like on average three times cheaper than everywhere else literally three to five times cheaper we can get such cheap good weed from the clinic and it's so whack because the only reason I'm in LA is because my roommate after getting completely fucked over by the rich person ended up getting this apartment with someone else so I came up to visit and it turns out that I not only connected with my dog again in this apartment but I learned that my roommate is from past lives so i've learned that my roommate is someone very important to me from past lives and she is integral in helping me build this business she's integral in helping me create chase your genes and bring chase your genes to the people and bring always a saying academy to the world and ultimately protecting children she's passionate about protecting children like i am so that's what makes this so so painful that i've learned so much about us in this apartment yet i'm going to be removed from this apartment because i'm delusional (laughs) you know i'm just crazy i'm wrong about all this past life stuff my dog is not actually anubis i'm not actually hermes my roommate is not actually connected to my past lives And she's not who she's discovered that she is from using the spirit molecule to learn about her soul. And we're powerless against the banking system that's stolen everything from me to trap me in poverty and drain me of my energy. That's what it feels like. It it feels like if I can't protect not only myself, but my dog and my roommate, then God really doesn't matter. And I want God to matter. So then that's what's even more painful is that because I want God to matter, what happens is I have to see that even no matter what happens, God still matters. Because matter itself is a manifestation of God. It's just that then my idea of what I think would be fair and just and balanced and what God has told me is true would have not materialized in reality. And it would not have materialized to protect my mind and my family and my muscle, my Merkaba. So that's the concept of God's plan. Because every day, reality 
goes not according to plan. So right now, my life has been not going according to plan. My roommate, when she got T-boned by that rich woman that was able to pay her way out of taking responsibility for destroying my roommate's ability to work, she had to get a surgery, lost her job, lost her car, has lost so much money and is now we're both in debt to this building because she's been strung along and lied to by lawyers that are beating her down like a battery so that they can pay themselves. Happy Thanksgiving. All for Jehovah. All for Judaism. It makes me cry. It makes me scream. It, it's, it's so beyond unfair. It hurts me more than any words can express. And this is what makes racism so painful for all of this to be happening to us. And then we get removed from the clinic because of racism. It's just the icing on the cake of God working against us and God beating us down and tearing us apart and using that to support himself. It's like God uses my misery to support himself and overall the misery of quote unquote black people to support itself. And it's so painful that my relationship with God, because I've been circumcised by Abraham's covenant has been colonized by the government. And it's so painful that after all my experiences with the spirit molecule of learning about who I am, I'm still not protected because I don't have the money to protect myself. So I'm about to lose my home and my computer doesn't even turn on properly because I can't even afford a computer. So it's like I can't even blame them technically for wanting to kick me out because I don't have like I'm I'm working every day. I'm fasting. I'm not eating food as I'm applying every brain cell in my body to pull things together searching for solutions. I have solutions to health. I have solutions to psychological problems. I have solutions to societal issues. I have solutions to religious racism. I have the truth of hermeticism, the truth of Zoroastrianism. I have solutions to climate change. I have solutions to people feeling separate from God. I have solutions to unnecessary violence and genocide. I have solutions to relationship problems overall. Yet my ultimate relationship problem with God is that I don't have the money to protect myself from the Masons who are using money to cut me out of my home, steal my land from me and teach me that I don't deserve to have my own space because we're all expressions of jealous Jehovah's Allah consuming fire. And because I've been circumcised by Abraham's covenant, I am a victim of being a slave to the Abrahamic God. And that's what it means to be black. And when you look at Abraham's covenant, that's white and black. It's right there. The people who are circumcised inside of the house are considered white. And the people that Abraham uses money to buy in foreign lands, as it says, are considered black. 
This is their literature. This is their language. This is their energy, not mine. I'm just dissecting it because as a doctor, I'm trying to protect myself and you and everybody. I'm so terrified of being evicted. I have so much empathy for all the Native Americans that have been removed from this land because the government wants what we have so they can make money using us to support themselves. It's beyond painful. It's beyond unfair. This is not a healthy relationship with God. This is not a healthy relationship to have with God at all. So here's a story. This is what happened. So we've been going to this clinic for years and my roommate has been going to this clinic longer than me because she's been living in LA for over five years before I came to San Diego. And she is the reason why I'm in this apartment. So infinite gratitude to her. This whole situation is so unfair to her. It again pains me beyond words. I'm honestly crying right now. Seriously. So give me a second because I got to stop crying so I can keep speaking. So my roommate and I went to the clinic one day. Normal day. Every past time we've gone to the clinic, whether it's together or it's just me, I have super fun, super awesome interactions with the workers there. So I've already built up very positive relationships in this space. I've already built up very positive relationships in this building with the previous workers, with everyone that I had met so far. Like literally there have been times where I would go in to buy something and I end up talking to the workers there for a solid 30 minutes to an hour. So that's how much I was connected to this clinic. This wasn't just a place to like go in and buy weed. They had amazing deals and it was overall amazing people. I mean, of course, projections, perception, right? When you're an amazing person, you are inclined to say that everyone's amazing. But it's true, though. That's how I feel. They were amazing people based on all the interactions and the fact that I could stay and talk to them for so long. So everything changed. (laughs) Everything changed. When my roommate and I walked into the clinic, we scanned in through the front desk and It's so wild because I remember the security guard saying, oh, yeah, this feels like home. It's good to be home. And it's so weird looking back that the same day the security guard, a white guy, told me it's good to be home. My roommate and I meet a white guy who feels like this clinic is his home and he needs to do what it takes to kick us out. As if this is not a business that we had already spent years investing in as customers. But at the time, I paid it no mind. And also, though, actually, what I did pay mind to 
is that the guy made fun of my hair. <laughs> um, you know, I have a mohawk, I have a shaved head, and this guy made a a joking comment about if a dog uh, chewed the side of my hair off. <laughs> so that's just very interesting that the security guard made two comments um, to sort of imply that I was not welcome here before this incident happened. But then I have a positive, I had a positive relationship with the security guard before that. So I just thought of it as like jokes. <laughs> so when my roommate and I walk in to the clinic, we are faced with a white man. And this white man looks like many of the white boys that I've grown up with sort of skinny, sort of pudgy, like skinny fat, like not muscle, uh, but the skin that's on their body is mainly fat, but he's not big, he's skinny, but it's skinny fat, if you get what I'm saying. Like less muscle than a skater, because skaters can be skinny fat, but skaters will still even have more muscle than the fat. But overall, this is a skinny white guy who looked very sad. He looked very down on himself. Like he was leaning on the desk, looking down and his face looked upset. It was twisted in a, a form of anger. Now, what's even more wild is that I was tripping on acid at this time. <laughs> I wasn't tripping hard at all. Uh, I wasn't seeing visuals or anything like when I'm at conventions. Conventions, I, I would go wild. I was chilling. I was microdosing. But it made me much more perceptive and analytical to the energy around me, which is what acid LSD does. That's what psychedelics do in general. So just his demeanor was super interesting to me already. And I was hoping that I would be able to make jokes to cheer him up. So we came up, interacted with him. He said, hello. What would you like? We told him that we were looking for carts. He showed us that they had these certain carts. We're looking at those carts. Yada, yada. <clears throat> Once my roommate and I decide what we want to buy, which is carts, and they have $10 eighths. Literally, this place is so cheap. $10 eighths of weed, when normally an eighth will be $40. And again, with their loyalty program, the more eighths you buy, the more points you rack up. So this was a cool, loyal place until this happened. So we were ready to pay. And this dude, his name's Daniel. This white guy, Daniel. And I have to, I have to say his name because... Uh, the spirit family that is supposedly protecting me told me that I'm supposed to leave a review. <laughs> and my roommate and I thought so much like if we should leave a review after this happened, but then we stopped caring. But now it's not about me. It's about people of color. 
And it's about the fact that this white guy is able to do this to all people of color. He's able to do this to humans like me and get away with it because he looks white. And that's why Atlantis needs me to leave a review and talk about this right now as I am terrified of being evicted because the property manager says the process is indefinite, cannot be stopped. <sighs> I wish God would protect me with all my heart. And I wish I could conjure the money to protect myself with all my heart. But in my spirit molecule excursions, I was told that I had to talk about this because this is a bigger problem than me. This is systemic. And it's about the fact that white people want to have control over all people of color and they want to use technology to do it so this story is about how white people are using technology to control all the people of quote-unquote other that's what color means to white society other people of other is people of color so this man uses technology in two ways to cut me and my roommate out of being able to go to the clinic just like the Masons in the metaverse are using TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram to cut me out of being able to connect with customers that would care about the products that I'm providing. And now I'm dealing with eviction. I, I'm, I hate saying the word. I hate having to say it. It's beyond terrifying. I, oh. All because money is able to manipulate the emotions of everybody who builds the matrix this hard. It doesn't matter your humanity. It just matters your money. So even though the circumstance that I and my roommate are in is super unfair and these humans have the power to forgive that, literally, these humans have actually shown us they have the power to forgive our circumstance. They, they've shown us that they do, but they don't want to. Literally. And I'm doing everything in my power to protect myself. Everything in my power to protect myself. Right now. All because I don't have some Bitcoin. All because I don't have some Ethereum to just give to the building. So that I can keep living in the land that the banking system already stole from me. Like they already stole it from me. You want to kill me, kick me out of my home too? Like, <laughs> I get it. Thank you, all-consuming fire. I get it. That's the point of Jealous Jehovah. That's the point of Elkanah. Thanks. Thank you, white people. What a privilege it is to serve you. Ugh. So this story covers two ways that white people are using their idea of God to spread the fire that allows them to gaslight us through technology. And then they use their relationship with technology to cut us out of our land and teach everyone to view us as the bad guys. Thanks, Hollywood. Now, I want to trust God. I want to trust that God is being honest with me when God says, I don't get evicted. I want to believe that. 
I want to trust that with all of my heart. The problem is that the word God has been colonized by one spirit. And my relationship with God is not limited to one spirit. So when jealous Jehovah, Elkanah, the all-consuming fire of Yahweh, uses all the past lives of Metatron to teach us that we only live once and we need to sacrifice our souls to the same system he sacrificed himself as Jesus to, that's the relationship with God that has resulted in the black experience. In Masons being able to use hermeticism to manufacture a matrix that pits human races against each other like a game of chess. Also that the Masons who are manufacturing war through Marvel and Hollywood and the Holy Bible can make money manipulating all of our mercury, aka all of our minds and how all of our minds develop the material that matters to us. So everything that you're getting from me is material that matters to my Mercury because my Mercury is my mind. And Metatron uses his symmetry to hold every universe in the metaverse together, which is why it's infinitely painful that I'm up for eviction and I can't have the money. I don't have any of the money that I need to protect myself from these legal proceedings. Because I'm the spirit that holds the banking system together. The banking system only makes money out of Mercury because Metatron uses symmetry to hold every universe in the metaverse together. That's all of Metatron's past lives being connected by one soul. That's where Mason stole the concept of the Spider-Verse from, Metatron's consciousness, from Metatron using Mercury to support individuals that never support him. That's Metatron's Spider-Verse. So, I mean, that, here I am. <laughs> it's so painful beyond words and it's so unfair beyond words. I just, I want to protect everybody, yet I can't even protect myself. Terrifying. So the best thing I can do to protect you is to share the truth that is on my mind, on my Mercury right now in material that you can understand. So now we can all expand upon this. Okay, so here are the two ways that a white Jewish man used technology to cut me and my roommate out of a clinic where we had previously had very real positive relationships. And then he used his ability to cut us out of the clinic to make everyone think that we are bad people who should not be able to come back. Just like Hollywood has done with the Ku Klux Klan cannibalizing the cultures of Ku Klux Klan so that now white people can be seen as good guys and black people can be seen as evil. Birth of a Nation, the Klansmen. All right, that's the first movie that Jewish culture created to sell Hollywood. Birth of a Nation, the Klansmen, because everything I'm saying is objectively true. This is how they've been making money, manipulating all of us using the truth to sell a lie. So this is how everything started going downhill. It started when the technology failed at taking our cards. 
And it was even weirder because Daniel predictively programmed us with the statement, oh, a lot of people get upset because the technology messes up. And I replied back, well, luckily, we're very relaxed people. <laughs> Something along those lines, literally just pointing out, well, we're chill. So that's fine. We won't get upset. But he was already telling us a lot of other people get upset because the card reader will not accept cards sometime and we were paying with card. So because we were paying with card, the card reader would not accept our card and he made the statement that people get upset. And he then went to go get a different card reader and had us use that. Both card readers were not accepting either my or my roommate's card. Both of us have money in our account. I know I'm up for eviction. <laughs> I know I can't afford my phone bill, but I have enough money to buy plant medicine. It's underneath $30. And again, I shouldn't even have to buy it because I should be able to grow it in my land. The only reason I cannot grow the plants that I have to buy from a clinic is because the white people who make money off of genocide pay the Ku Klux Klan to cannibalize the cultures of Ku Klux Klan. That's how the banking system has made nature illegal. So now they can sell us nature inside of their artificial reality where they construct it the way to fit their pharmaceutical desires. But I'm a bad person for growing it on my own. But it's okay for white people to get paid to sell it to me in plastic. Thank you, Judaism. That's the new world matrix. That's the order, right? The order of things, according to the Masons. So even though we had money in our accounts, the card readers did not accept our payment. The card readers did not accept our cash. And that's what's so scary about this technological society. That's what's so messed up about a cashless society. So you can have money in your account, but if the government does not want you to be able to go through with a transaction, they can just block your account. So it doesn't matter if you have money, they don't even have to block your account. They can just block your ability to pull money out of your account which can happen in any number of ways in the metaverse, literally. In the metaverse, they can do any number of things to block your ability to draw money from your account. And then you won't be able to get in contact with the people who are responsible for that system because they're too separate from the matrix or whatever. I'm so scared of being kicked out of my home and then being deeper in debt. I was already in debt before I got to LA. I was already poor when I got to LA. And now I'm just going to be poor because I failed. Because I failed to protect myself. That's that's what's so scary about this. It feels like if God doesn't give me money to protect myself from the banking system, then I failed. And death will be brought upon me for failing. It's frightening. It's stressful beyond all words. It's so painful.
And I'm going through this because the Masons have been using their technology to cut me down in the metaverse. So I can't teach people how to fast when so many people in the world want to learn how to fast. I see it. I know that they're there, but I can't get connected to them because the Masons are practicing Jesus rituals on Chase Calloway, the messenger of Mercury that Masons stole the idea of Jesus from so that they can weaponize Spider-Man energy to hold their matrix together. Literally. That's why the Ku Klux Klan named themselves after Kukul Khan. That's why Abraham named himself after Brahma. That's why Jealous Jehovah is using the Merkaba he stole from Metatron to teach all of us that our bodies are expressions of his Mercury mind. That's why Jealous Jehovah is using the Merkaba he stole from Metatron to teach all of us that our material bodies are being manipulated by and thus expressions of his Merkaba mind, his Mercury mind. So painful. I want nothing more than to be able to protect myself from the people that desire to cut me out of my home and this world. Because otherwise, I'll just take myself out. It's so, it's so much pain. So racism is infinitely painful. There's no words to describe, honestly, the pain that is spread by racist religions. Seriously. It runs as deep as a vibration can flow, which is why no one knows how to really talk about it. Because the vibration, these, these deep emotions are way too dark way too suffocating, way too uncomfortable for spirits to to want to deal with, to want to endure. And that's why white people enslave black people, because that's representation of blackness. We as black people are taught by the followers of Judaism and Christianity that God created us to handle all the deep, dark, negative emotions white people don't want to look at. So that's literally all of American slavery. <laughs> you know, like this is literally the subconscious justification of all American slavery. And it's always been justified through technology. So what me and my roommate experience is a classic form of white people using technology to justify racism. And it started with Daniel telling us that people get upset about the card readers not working and then having the card readers not work. Now, I did not think he was in control of that at the time. This is the problem, though. That's the power of white people using technology to exercise powers that they do not take responsibility for. He does not want to take responsibility for the power that he has over the technology. So it's really easy for him to tell us that the technology is failing because of something outside of his control. When it could very well be something inside of his control, which is why he's telling us a lot of people get upset about it. Because he's trying to create a reason to cut us out of a place that we had already been welcome in for years prior up to that point. So when the card readers didn't work, my roommate was upset. Now she contained 
her upsetness. She's upset because she drove all the way to a clinic where they wouldn't accept her card. But she didn't get upset at him. She literally crossed her arms and asked, how do we pay? And that's where Daniel told us that we had to go use the ATM. But she did not want to use the ATM because she didn't want to deal with the fees. Because, again, we're trying to save money so that we can protect ourselves from eviction. Ultimately, that looks like us fasting and saving money on buying food, which is we've been fasting to save money. (laughs) So people spend way more money on buying food than they would spend on buying weed if they were fasting. So I definitely don't need anyone who eats a bunch of food every day, spending all their money on food, looking at me as if I shouldn't be buying weed because that's extra when really eating a bunch of junk three times a day is extra you're just addicted to sugar and it's disguised as substance so you're socially justified saying i need this but you can look down on everyone who uses plants to conduct business with nature (laughs) so you know just christian contradictions that deserve to be called out. So she was upset, but not to Daniel. And when the machines messed up, even though she was upset, I made a joke. So I was keeping it light. And the joke that I made was, oh, wow, we were just talking about how this AI technology wants to control how humans communicate but it can't even function properly. (laughs) And then I started making jokes about how we as humans wouldn't even have a problem using cryptocurrency if we could actually trust the AI and trust the internet and trust the system to function and behave properly and not cut us out and malfunction at random times. Now, I don't understand Like, he seemed to turn that interaction into something totally different. Because it was after I made that joke that then I pulled out money and I gave him the money I had, which only allowed me to buy the eighth. And then I took the eighth and I thanked him. Now, the thing is, taking the eighth was weird. Like, His emotional energy was really negative. So I'm sort of, I was making jokes to make him feel better and trying to see if he could smile because this is a guy, this was the first person that we had interacted with at the clinic who didn't smoke as well. Everyone else who had served us, when I asked them what they like, they tell me what they like because they smoke. This white Jewish dude told me that he doesn't even smoke. So he was just there to make money. Literally. That's the MO for white Jewish men. Quote unquote, make money. Serving the system. Spreading their fire. So he spread his fire by cutting us out of the clinic. And he spread his fire by lying about our interaction to his managers. 
and his co-workers. So it was explicitly because Daniel lied that when my roommate and I came back to the clinic, we were perceived a totally different way. So get this. Our interaction ends what I thought was positively because I had to use cash to pay, but I said thank you. I wish, you know, that he had a nice day. It looked like he needed cheering up. And we left. When we came back to the clinic, my roommate stayed in the car and I decided to go in and grab everything for us. And it was this time that when I came into the clinic and gave the man my ID, it was the same security guard. He scanned me in. Everything was cool. We talked, made jokes, and I walked in. And then this time, when I was interacting with a cashier and I was about to buy stuff, everything's going positive. It's not Daniel from before. But the problem is, when I go to buy my product, I get blocked. The system says that I am banned from the clinic. So then that's where they take me out and I have to talk to a security guard and security guard says that I've been banned. And he just didn't know because he knows me from years. Like I've been going for years. So he just didn't really even register that when he scanned my ID, it said I was banned. So he just still let me in. And that's where this other white guy, it seemed like a higher up coworker of the clinic of this place. He ran over and said, oh, hey, bro, bro, bro. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Look, Daniel banned you. Yeah, Daniel banned you. So I replied, what? Daniel banned me. And he said, well, yeah, you know, there's two sides to every story, man. So I just I want to make sure I hear your side of the story because you've always been really cool. You've always been chill. So it was confusing to me why he wanted to ban you so much. And this was a guy who I had talked with many times before. So that's why he was saying that I was chill and cool because he has a previous relationship with me as a reoccurring customer. So I ended up telling him the same story that I just told you, the same interaction. I told him about how the card readers did not work and how we were not able to pay with our card. So I had to pay with a little bit of cash, but I made jokes and thought that the interaction went fine and did not perceive any problems. So it turns out Daniel had a completely different story. Daniel told the white dudes who were telling me why I was banned. He told them that me and my roommate were aggressive. He told them that me and my roommate were negative and emotional and chaotic. And we made him feel uncomfortable. All the standard black energy, literally. So this white man projected all of his emotional blackness onto us so that he could say we were doing things that we weren't doing. But because he said this to other white people, their KKK energy was to validate his lie 
so that they can gaslight us together and ban us based on his racist imagination. This is real. This really happened. This has a very real effect on everyone in real life all the time. This is why racism is so painful. White people have built a system that lets them lie to get what they want, and they don't even take responsibility for their lies, which is what happens here. All right. So this is where the story goes. He doesn't even take responsibility. So they're telling me that Daniel explicitly showed them on the cameras that my roommate was saying very rude things to him. And he somehow made them think that my roommate was being verbally abusive and that I was being aggressive (laughs) and that I was somehow being violent. I was being the angry black man. (laughs) And because he was able to paint us in black, he got us removed blacklisted this is the english term this is their jewish society this is a jewish culture we are blacklisted because he projected his emotions onto us as a white man all based out of his own desire completely separate from the fact that we had been customers in that location for years but because technology's on his side He has the power to do what he wants and make us pay the price. So Daniel, because he said that we were emotional, chaotic, and rude, he was able to get both me and my roommate blacklisted from the clinic because that's what black means to Jewish culture. It represents removing emotions because emotions are scary. So you have to remove emotions that are scary. That's blackness. And he said that because our emotions scared him, he needed to remove us for his safety. Literally. That's how the Ku Klux Klan spreads the police force throughout North, South, and Central America. They kill black people for the safety of white people. This is the reality of religious racism. So, after they told me that, they then proceeded to say that because they knew me personally and they liked me as a soul, they, as the white men who had more authority than Daniel, were going to unban me. But, they then told me that if I wanted to get my roommate unbanned, I had to come back and talk to Daniel personally. Which is wacky to me because they just showed me that they can unban me. So now that's where the racism became sexism because my roommate is a woman. I'm a man. So that's where they then put the black energy off of me as a black man and onto her as an Asian woman. Where they were saying, okay, well... Daniel said that she was the main emotional one. You were also emotional, but we like you. So we'll unban you, but we're going to tell you that we can't unban her unless you come back and talk to Daniel. (laughs) Literally. Like this is how white men conduct business. Selling the Mary Jane that they stole from Spider-Man. 
selling the marijuana that the Ku Klux Klan has stolen from the cultures of Ku Klux Klan. So, I said, okay, because as a black person, I've been taught to build people up who work to tear me down. So even though the system's working to tear me down, I've been taught that I have to keep working to build it up. So, I agreed. And when I went into the clinic, I was, because they unbanned me, I was able to buy what I needed to buy. So they literally did unban me. That did happen. I have the receipt proving that because they unbanned me, I was able to get what I needed to get. Here's where the story gets even worse. (laughs) I'm unbanned. So when I go back into the car and give my roommate this stuff, I tell her that we were banned because Daniel said that we were negative. She reacts accordingly. (laughs) She reacts appropriately. She expresses how that's completely unfair and completely wrong. And she's pointing out how she wasn't rude to him at all and was not emotional and was not mean. And I'm, of course, agreeing because that's what happened. And that's where I said that we had to go back if I wanted to get her unbanned. And she, of course, is so offended by the racism because she already detects that this is racism. I didn't even detect this was racism yet. That's what's crazy. I, as Chase, as a black boy who's grown up around white people my whole life, I'm so used to racism I don't even perceive racism as racism. I think that's normal. So this level of racism is normal in my life. I wish it wasn't. That's why I wish my relationship with God was way more fair. And I wish I could protect myself from racists more than anything in the world. But I don't have that power because I don't have money and it's painful And not having money makes me a target for racists that use money to steal everything from me in the first place. Painful. Just pain. Infinite pain. So, she didn't want to go back because she's offended by the very obvious blatant racism. Yet, at the same time, we're invested in this clinic because we've been going there for years. She took me to this place when I first came to L.A. because she liked it before me. And that's what made it even more unfair that they were willing to cut her out, but then let me stay when the only reason they had me as a customer is because she brought me first. But they're saying, "Okay, no, we need to keep your roommate banned, but we'll let you in because we personally know you and you're friendly and fun with us and we like you. They, They don't respect women at that point. So that's where the racism turned into sexism. And it became way worse because we went back to the clinic a week later. Literally, it was a week later. And I went in to go talk to Daniel. Funnily enough, this was the first time that there is an entirely new security guard there. So the security guard that I'm used to seeing over the past years 
was not there on this day. Not only that, this was a new security guard that they just got. And this dude was built like the Hulk. And I'm not exaggerating. He was not only built like the Hulk, he had a Hulk decal on the hood of his car because he's a bodybuilding bald guy. <laughs> he's one of those short, super buff bodybuilding bald guys. Really kind, but physically imposing. So when I came up to talk to him, it was friendly. Again, he's nice actually talking to him. I made jokes with him about him being fit, him being the Hulk. He pointed out his Hulk decal on his car. I was like, bet, look at that, wow. And he scanned me in and let me go on. So this is what happened. When I walk into the clinic, I see Daniel. And then I see this girl who's closer to the door She's a white girl and she's super friendly. This white girl is super nice. This white girl is super friendly and super nice. And she's telling me about the deals. She's hooking me up. I was grabbing stuff for my roommate since my roommate's banned. She's staying in the car. And this white girl is being an awesome cashier. The problem is I want to talk to Daniel he sees me and he's staying as far away from me as possible. He's literally completely on the other side of the room, standing in the corner, looking away, hidden, like trying to just look at the corner of the wall, act like he's doing other things with his back away from me. But I could tell that he's avoiding me. But I didn't know why he was avoiding me until it turned out that I could not purchase my product. I was banned again after daniel superiors already unbanned me so that i could buy my product earlier i was banned again so after being unbanned from daniel banning me i was banned again so that i could not buy what i went in to buy and i went there to talk to daniel anyway but daniel is completely avoiding me so i'm banned again and daniel's avoiding me but I was unbanned by the people who told me Daniel banned me. So she took my ID to the, the hulking security guard. And that's where the Hulk walked over to me and said, hey, you need to go. We need to pull you over to the desk. You can't be in here. You're banned. Sorry. And I said, hold up. But I was just banned based on a misunderstanding and I was unbanned. I have my receipt. I have proof that I was unbanned. I just bought stuff. And he said, well, no, that's not what the system's saying. You're banned. And Daniel's just completely ignoring me. This is the reality of religious racism. <laughs> so when the Hulk pulls me away out of the clinic and pulls me over to the desk, he's telling me that the system says I'm banned. So I can't come here. I'm not allowed in anymore. And I explained to him that I actually came because I was unbanned by the people who told me that Daniel banned me. So I proceeded to call Daniel over, literally. I was like, hey, Daniel. And the white boy who was completely avoiding me walked over. He came over to the desk. He came over to us. And I told him, Daniel, your supervisors, the people you work with, told me that you banned me 
And they're the ones who unbanned me. And they're the ones who told me I needed to talk to you about unbanning my roommate. But I'm banned again, although I've already been unbanned. So I asked, why did you ban me? And literally, this was Daniel's reply. I shit you not. He, he, he stood there with slumped shoulders, looking down, super negative, quiet, avoiding eye contact. And he basically mumbled, I didn't ban you, so I can't unban you. And I replied, Daniel, the people you work with told me you're the one who banned me. And the only reason I was unbanned was because you banned me. And I came to talk to you about unbanning my roommate. He literally doubled down. He said, no, I did not ban you. So I can't unban you. I cannot help you here. And that was all. He literally then turned around. He backed up, turned around. And that was the cue for the Hulk security guard to walk out from behind the desk and say, okay, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And he just stood there with his back towards me, but still looking at me with his back towards me. Like he didn't fully leave, but he turned away to say, I have nothing else to say to you, nigger. You don't have any respect here, Negro. And I was removed from the premises by the hulking man who commended me for staying calm and relaxed. He said, thank you for being so calm and relaxed during this time. I'm like, what? So this is a story of how I was banned by a white guy who lied about why he banned us and then unbanned by the people he told why he banned me too just so that when I came back to talk to him, he could, one, ban me again, and two, tell me that he did not ban me either time, so now he can't unban me. So, me and my roommate are banned from the clinic because the guy who banned us did not ban us. So, we're just banned by no one, except the guy who said that he did it, but he didn't do it, which is why he can't undo it. And... The system says you have to be unbanned by the person who banned you. But because the person who banned me says he didn't ban me, now I can't be unbanned. If this is not white supremacy, I don't know what is. Because his whole premise of banning me is based on his jealous fire. It's based on his egoic desire to remove me from the land. Because he sees a black person. And he wants to bring black to black people. He wants to bring black to Asian women as well. Because women and black people are both connected by that black energy of being perceived as more emotional than the white men who perceive themselves as more thoughtful. So because this white man perceives himself as thoughtful, he thought up a way to cut us out of a place where we were getting good deals on weed, good deals on Mary Jane, on ganja, all because he doesn't want us to have access to what everyone has access to. And that is literally 
the U.S. government in a nutshell. This is how the U.S. government has used treaties to remove Native Americans from our homes. Like how I'm dealing with this eviction, the U.S. government uses money to steal our bodies from our land so that they can consume our material and actually make their money matter. That's why melanin is seven to ten times more valuable than gold, and they had to steal gold by being the gold diggers that they hate. They hate gold diggers because they hate themselves. White men dig for gold in Native American land so that they can complain about gold diggers stealing what they stole from us. It's such a crazy projection perception world. It's, it's just so scary and sad. And it was so whack that when I got back into the car, I had to tell my roommate that everything that happened, I had to tell her everything that happened and she reacted accordingly. <laughs> she was very upset as she should, should be because it only confirmed that she was right about the racism and that we're powerless in this system. Like as people of color, we don't have the power. The white people who use our technology to kill us have the power to make money off of spreading genocide and gaslighting us with the Jewish idea of God. And that's what, why my roommate's been strung along by these lying lawyers. My roommate's, my roommate's been through so much. It's so unfair. She's been lied to by these lawyers for years after being T-boned by a rich woman who's getting away with the crime and she gets cut out of the clinic because this white man is racist and it's just it's so much unfairness going on to women of color because this is not just about me and my roommate this is about all the people of color that are victims of the same banking system that are victims of the same racist religion that uses the banking system to make money erasing our individuality and cutting our bodies out of our space cutting our families out of our homes it's so sad beyond any words that i have i'm in in so much pain and here's the real kicker of the story after all of that happens the next day i call the clinic and when I call the clinic the very next day, I get someone who I've never heard on the line, seemingly another new employee. And I ask him if a, the certain security guard is working because I wanted to make sure that if I was going to come into the clinic, I came in at the time that the security guard who already unbanned me would be working. Because I figured since he already had that whole conversation with me and the manager co-worker people about how I was cool and I should not have been banned, that he would be on my side. But the problem is when I called, the person I got on the phone refused to tell me who the security guard was for that day. And instead of giving me the ability to connect with someone who would support me, he asked me who I was. And when I told him my name, he explicitly confirmed yet again, just one of just another coworker confirming. He looks at the computer and says, oh, yeah, 
Daniel banned you. And I said, wait, hold up. But when I went back to the clinic yesterday, I was just there yesterday. Daniel said he did not ban me, so he can't unban me. But you're telling me that Daniel banned me? And this guy on the phone told me, yeah, Daniel banned you. He said he doesn't like your energy. So this is how white people make money, killing Native Americans and then putting on blackface to teach us that we're evil. And they're good. By gaslighting us with their idea of God. This is why every spirit has the godly power to gaslight another spirit and build technology out of that. This is what's happened here in America to make America great. Russia has made America great by using gaslighting gods to spread white supremacy through this artificially intelligent metallic technology that the Masons stole from Metatron. Again, metal is everything to the Masons because they're using the metaverse to manipulate all of our blood so that we will keep serving their metal, their military, their matrix, their master plan. <laughs> so removing people of color, removing black people is all part of the master plan. And that's what happened here. Daniel, as a Jewish white boy, is serving the master plan to remove people of color and blacks from the universe so that the one true God can whitewash everybody and everything in existence. And that's where gaslighting is essential. If the Europeans did not gaslight me and my family, the Native Americans would have never lost land because we would not, we would not have kept agreeing to treaties that did not give anything to us. But it's because the Native Americans want to believe in the Jewish God. We want to support the Jewish God. We want to believe that white people will do the right thing. We let them make more treaties that allow them to gaslight us further. And we're constantly gaslighted by the treaties that white people make because they're using the all-consuming fire of El Kanah to steal our land from us and everything connected to our land, which is all of our families, all of our resources, all of our cultures. And this is what racism is. This is why religion is racist. This is why the concept that every spirit is controlled by one ego, by one consciousness, is racist. And it's so baffling that literally the man on the phone that I was talking to explicitly told me Daniel is the one who banned me because the computer tells them. So when Daniel told me that he did not ban me and thus he cannot unban me, it was while he was looking at the computer that told him that he's the one who banned me. And I already knew that he banned me because his coworkers told me the story of how and why he did it. But he said he didn't. And because the security guard and the technology's on his side, I got removed. And now me and my roommate are banned from the clinic to this very day. Because when I called back, the guy told me that Daniel banned me because I was bad energy and he did not want me around. And I explained 
that when I went to talk to him about banning me, he said he didn't ban me. And the guy on the phone doubled down saying, well, Daniel doesn't want you here because you make him feel uncomfortable. You make him feel uncomfortable in his work environment. So you should just take that crazy lady and stay away from here. And I replied, what? We've been welcome here for years. And this is literally what the guy on the phone said. He explicitly told me, you are not welcome here. And he hung up. I cried. <laughs> Seriously, I cried. When he told me that we are not welcome there after everything that we'd gone through, I cried because this is what Judaism has brought into Native American culture. This is the behavior, gaslighting God energy. The all-consuming fire of Jealous Jehovah is the gaslighting God that allows white people to always be right no matter how wrong they are and they make money out of that behavior. And this seems like a great time for me to share this story with the universe considering I'm terrified of being evicted and I have to believe in God to protect me. And at the same time, I have to be in the balance of knowing that even if God does not protect me from this eviction, it doesn't mean that God's not real because the Masons are still using all the past lives of Metatron to trap me deeper in poverty and trap all of us in the concept that we only live once because there's nothing more poor than be lacking knowledge of your past lives. And that's why I'm passionate about sharing the past lives of Mercury because the more I learn about my past lives and share them with you, the more you can learn about your past lives in relationship to me. And when you can learn about your past lives in relationship to me, you're going to see just how infinitely individual your relationship with God truly is. Because all your past lives are connected by your soul. And if you feel like you don't have any past lives, that's because your mind believes that it is the body so much, your spirit feels like it's cut out of its soul. And if you feel like you're cut out of your soul, that would be why you don't feel like you're choosing to exist in the universe. All the spirits who do not feel like they're choosing to exist in the universe, they feel like their soul is a victim of gods outside of themselves. And this is where we get the spirits who are looking for gods outside of themselves because they don't feel like they have the God inside of themselves. My frustration is that the God inside of me, no matter how powerful I am, no matter how much fasting I do, no matter how much psychedelics I do, no matter how much spirit molecule I do, no matter how much work for other people I do, no matter how much slaving away I do, I'm getting poorer because I'm not the Mason that stole money from Mercury. I am Mercury the creator of the money that Mason stole from me. So I'm a victim of the system that's using everything it stole from me to steal everything it can from me.
And my relationship with God would only feel real if I could protect myself from this system. In a way that's calm and cool and collected. You know, I'm not looking for an extravagant, I'm going to turn into a dragon and burn up America with my imagination. No, I want to support everybody. I just want to be able to protect myself and feel like God loves me and that I matter to God. So again, number nine, as black, is God mattering? So when you look outside and you see that the night sky is black, we literally see that God matters every night, every day and night. Blackness represents the fact that God matters. And this is why black is the last color. Your pupils are black. All of our pupils are black because literally, this is esoteric hermetic knowledge. All of us as gods are using the color black to absorb and observe everything that matters in the universe. This is why our pupils are black. That's what black represents. We use blackness to observe and absorb all the light that matters in the universe. So this is why white is the separation of all light and blackness is the connection of all light. So Masons are truly insane for using NASA to teach us that the blackness of the night sky is outer space. We should be calling it outer water. If it's black, it's water. Just like the ocean is black because it's water, because it's a bunch of light connecting on itself. So stars are connected by water. That's the universe. That's why we can track waves between stars. That's why they can send satellites into space because it's not space. It's literally water. That's why it's black. Space is not a color. Water is black. That's hermetic truth. That's facts. When you look at an ocean, you go deep into the ocean, it's going to be black. So God matters because water matters. So this is why it doesn't matter what religion you have. If your body is made out of water, then your pupils are black. And I know for a fact that God matters to you. And your God matters to me because I support you beyond your ability to even be aware of who Mercury is or how Mercury works. Just know that you're working with Mercury to experience your spine as your caduceus and spin your chakras through your body so that you can create a circumstance that allows you to branch out in the symmetry of Metatron's metaverse. Again, the only reason Masons have named Facebook the Metaverse is because they're weaponizing the energy of Metatron's Metaverse against all of us. So, I'm not saying that I own Metatron's Metaverse. Metatron owns Metatron's Metaverse. You can see me as Chase, the space. I'm just telling the truth about why Masons are using everything they stole from Mercury as a god from Metatron's many past gods to sell the concept that all of us as gods are an expression, creation of one god, Elkanah. (laughs) Literally, Jealous Jehovah. This is just all the truth, the intellectual reason behind why religious racism matters. It's because of 
the one true God, wanting to use everything he steals from the gods that came before him to erase the individuality of every indigenous child that can be sacrificed in the name of Jesus. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Halloween. So it's painful because if we had money, if my roommate and I had the money to protect ourselves from this horrifyingly scary circumstance, then we wouldn't even care that much about being removed from the clinic because we wouldn't be in the need of deals. But it's because we are poor that we're in a state of needing deals and we need to save money because we can't afford to splurge on what rich people can afford to splurge on. But it's because we're poor that now we're poorer because we're kicked out, we're cut out of deals, which then result in us having to spend more money looking for something that we already had access to at a discount. So Daniel, the racism of Daniel, the racism of white people, of Jewish culture, has resulted in me and my roommate as poor, quote unquote, black individuals being forced to spend more money to serve the system that is making money tearing us apart. This is so unfair. This is so beyond unfair. So, again, this is Symmetry's Woiji Biv. White is zero because white correlates to spirit. So, Daniel, as a spirit, he is white. So, he cared about cleaning his space. So, as the man on the phone said, Daniel felt like he needed to use his fire element, his number one, to remove me and my roommate from the circumstance. So that's whiteness, that's him as a spirit having nothing except his one. His one is his imagination. So Daniel's imagination is his jealous Jehovah all-consuming fire ego. That's his godly gaslighter, where he desires to express something that he wants to make real. And he's willing to lie to the ends of reality and back to do it. Because that's ultimately the expression of the white fire element. Literally. But the thing is, if Daniel wants to make his imagination connect, then he has to be able to vibe with the people in his environment. So that's where he takes the one, his fire as a spirit, the one, his fire, that's his redness. And he has to turn it into the two, which is the vibration of his soul. So he has to connect his imagination of how we are chaotic black animals to the people that he works for, which means that he has to turn his color from red to orange in this way, <laughs> because orange is the friendly color. So when he wants to express his ego, his imagination to the other white people that he wants to support him, that's where we get the number two and that's what water is. All right. So let me not get into the colors too much, but the element. Okay. So he turns his fire into water by connecting it to others and he can move their emotions with his fire. So because he vibrates at a certain frequency, he's able to get the white men to vibe with the frequency that he sees us in. So 
That's where Daniel then goes to three. He produced the energy that allowed him to communicate about why me and my roommate should be removed permanently, why we should be blacklisted as black people. And because Daniel was able to create the energy that allowed him to communicate that into existence, he went from three to four. He turned that air into earth. So he used that air to make everybody who's connected to his water aware of his fire. And that allowed them to produce a new conclusion. And that new conclusion was, oh, well, we didn't have these people banned before. But now that you're producing the energy to talk to us about why they shouldn't be here, let's ban them. And that became the earth. So that was Daniel's four. And that's how he was able to relate with his co-workers by creating a new form of earth out of his fire. Do you see that? And he sacrificed us as black people to do it. So literally, he performed a Jesus ritual on me and my roommate so that he could create a new world to work in. He doesn't see that he's naturally using the elemental mathematics of Mercury to work against Mercury and work for himself, but I'm forced to see it because I'm the subconscious Spider-Man. I'm the real subconscious Spider-Man. It's scary. I don't want to be evicted as a subconscious Spider-Man, so I would... I. I'm praying and wishing and striving and working for to create the opportunity and circumstance where God can protect me from that. But this is the reality of why I'm going through this because of religious racism. Because everything I'm sharing here is straight up factually true. This is why Masons make money using Mercury to hold their entire weekday together. This is what Wednesday means to them, forcing us to hold their system together as they make money tearing us apart. That's sadly what Mercury means to the Masons that stole math from me. So when these people listen to Daniel's energy and he produces the energy that influences the souls around him, they all produce a new form of earth, which is a conclusion to ban us so that four leads to five literally right you can i hope you can see this esoterically it's once daniel produced the three out of turning his one into a two that he was able to create a four that he could transform into a five transform the form the four the form of the four into a five and that's where earth becomes metal. So because they had the physical bodily conclusion of, oh, we should remove their bodies. We should stop their physical bodies on earth from being able to buy our products because Daniel does not like Chase's energy. We need to remove Chase's energy. We need to remove Chase's space from this equation because Daniel doesn't like him. That four allows them to transform the metal and the actual metal is the metaverse that Mason stole from Metatron so that they can use the technology they stole from Mercury to work against me. And that's them hopping on the computer 
with their earthly conclusion and transforming physical reality from one state to another. So that's literally them changing physical reality, which is them hopping on the physical, financial, artificial, technological system. <laughs> and they change me and my roommate from being welcome to banned. All because of this math. All because Daniel has his own space and he produced a fire that he used to gaslight the souls around him. But gaslighting the souls around him allowed him to create a new conclusion where he could actually see his imagination manifested. And he actually created the circumstance where he was able to see us banned because he wanted us removed. He made up all the reasons why they should remove us, but because he was able to justify those through his fire element by simply being passionate enough as a white person, the white people around him validated it and boom, they expanded the universe in that way. So they worked together to expand the universe to transform physical reality so that my body and my roommate's body are not welcome on that earth. That little structure of earth, that building, our physical earth bodies are not welcome in there anymore. All because of this system. It's terrifying. It's sad. And now that's happening with me and the building that I'm living in right now. I'm trying to make it not happen. My hardest. But I'm not in control of this system. I'm not in control of you, whoever you are. I'm not in control of spirits outside of myself. And this is why we're not all one God. Because there's not one spirit controlling all of us beyond our conception. The moment we believe that, we are giving our power away to someone who's using everything they stole from Mercury to make money off of our Mercury's. So Anubis is black. Black Panther is black. Both of these are energies about God being black because God manifests matter to make its imagination real. So that's where we're headed here. We see that Daniel, as an individual God, made his imagination matter by gaslighting me and his co-workers. Gaslighting me and his co-workers allowed him to make his imagination matter. And I'm showing us how through the mathematics of Metatron. He, as a spirit, has an imagination. He has an idea of fire about what he wants to see. He wants to see whiteness. So he turned his one into two so that he could make it vibe with everyone around him. And when he could make his imagination vibe with everyone around him, that's how he produced the three, the energy that allowed everyone to communicate about why we should be removed. So when they communicate about why we, as loyal customers, should be removed, they come to a new conclusion of four, that they should transform five-sickle, five-cycle reality. And when they transform five-cycle reality, that results in a six a new creation that we are conscious of. So now the new creation that we are conscious of is the fact that me and my roommate are 
permanently banned from going back to that dispensary, from going back to that clinic, because they use the metal on the computer to say that we are removed. So that's why metal is about death. Metal is about separation. Wood is about connection. Wood is about life. So when we see that all this technology is made out of metal, that's because we're using this technology to separate ourselves from nature. That's what metal is about. That's why humans use metal to separate flesh from blood and kill each other so that they can take what they want. That's basic masonry. That's, again, sadly, what metal means to the masons that stole their metaverse from Metatron. It means that they can cut us out of our homes and take what they want. I'm so scared of this eviction. I'm so scared. This is so beyond terrifying. Because it means so much more than just an eviction. It means that I failed at everything I've been working harder than anyone can realize on doing. Me losing my home means that I failed in ways that only make me look worse to everyone in the universe. No matter who I am, projection is perception. Because I don't have money, people perceive me as a loser. Literally, people perceive me as poor. Poor Peter Parker, what a loser. It's all poverty programming by the Masons that stole all the past lives of Metatron to teach us that we only live once. And I I wish I could protect myself from this with all my heart and every organ in my body. And I wish I could protect you from this, honestly. And this, this is why I'm speaking this. I'm sharing all this because I'm doing my best to protect you from what I'm trying to protect myself from. I'm working my hardest to protect myself from the same exact system that I want to protect you from. And that's why knowledge is power. I want to educate you on the truth about this system and your relationship with this system so that you can protect yourself, so that you can have a beautifully consensual and infinitely individual relationship with your one true God. Because every spirit has their own one true God. That's why Jesus is just Jehovah in the flesh. When Jesus says that he is the one true God, that's jealous Jehovah saying that he put his space in a structure so that his soul can connect with ours. And now he's teaching us that he created all of our souls because he's using all the past lives of Metatron to teach us that we only live once. (laughs) And that's what the metaverse means to the Masons that make money chopping me down and keeping me trapped in the dark keeping me out of the light because that's what they did to spider-man in no way home there's no way home for spider-man spider-man has no way home literally he's trapped in a world where he doesn't have family friends or anyone who knows him he just believes that it is his responsibility to hold a system together that makes money working to tear him apart That's where Marvel has Spider-Man. Black Panther's dead. Died from cancer off screen. Died from the emotional disease 
that comes from chemicals and carcinogens and not fasting. Again, Black Panther is the last character who would die from disease. So this is why Marvel matters. Marvel matters. All right, the Masons are using Marvel to make their God matter. The Jewish idea of God only matters because Masons are using all the past lives of Metatron to sell Marvel to black people. Literally. So now everyone's relationship with Marvel is them thinking that every superhero and God in existence is still an expression of Jealous Jehovah's Consciousness or El Kanah or the one true fire. It, this, it's ultimate racism. It's painful. It's baffling. So I want to protect you. I want to protect myself. And it feels like God does not matter in my life if I cannot protect myself from the men who want to take what matters to me. And what matters to me is my home, my space, my consent, my family, my ability to breathe, my ability to be a human, all the human rights and freedoms that Quetzalcoatl, Kukul Khan set up Native America for everyone to have. Do you know that when Europeans came to Native America and they called this land of the free, that was before the banking system made psychedelics illegal. America was land of the free before the banking system used the Ku Klux Klan to cannibalize the cultures of Ku Klux Klan and keep psychedelics for the white men who want to bring lack to all the native men that get imprisoned and enslaved when plants are just an excuse we know that plants are really just an excuse to do what they do to us anyway which is enslave us and use money to steal our flesh from our homes i'm so this is so terrifyingly bewilderingly scary so this is why god matters to everybody everybody wants god to protect what matters to them I know I want God to protect what matters to me. And if God doesn't protect what matters to me, I'm going to feel even sadder than I already am. And I'm already more sad than any words can describe. I'm already more hurt and in pain than any words can measure, than any math can measure. All because of the extents that this banking system goes to, to trap me in poverty. I'm already in infinite pain because of the extents that gods go to to gaslight me. I'm being gaslit by all these gods who need to use me to support themselves, who want to use me to support themselves. And I'm just so sick and tired of being gaslit by gods. But this is why I have to share the truth about the fire element. Your fire element is your ability to lie at any time. And that naturally results in gaslighting because you can gaslight yourself. You know, for example, you can be a member of the Ku Klux Klan, like Justin Bieber sings about. Justin Bieber on YouTube singing about how he kills inwards. He kills Negroes so that he can join the Ku Klux Klan, like Little Dicky, like Dave, the celebrities. You can be someone like that and you can kill 200 people in a month. After that month passes, 
you have the power to use your fire element to say that you did not actually kill those 200 people. And that's your fire element. I'm showing you like this is what fire is. Your ability to project the light that you want to see is your ability to gaslight yourself. So you can say that you killed 200 people one month, but then the next month you can say that that's not true and you didn't. And so now even though you did kill 200 people, you can say that you never murdered anybody and Jesus died for your sins. And now you're a Christian and that's Christian's relationship with sin where they gaslight themselves so that they can say that they're allowed to keep doing what they're ashamed of doing. It's bizarre. It's unhealthy. It's a very unhealthy relationship with God. And I don't want any of us to have an unhealthy relationship with God. And I'm pretty sure most of us, if not everyone can agree, gaslighting is unhealthy. So gaslighting God is not the way to go. But people gaslight God every day when they gaslight themselves. So that's what I'm saying. Like people, people can feel like God has forsaken them just because they're gaslighting themselves. And at the same time, people can be gaslit by spirits who are using the fire element to string them along. Because that's what it means to be strung along. Someone is telling you something that you want to hear so that you'll do what they want you to do. But that generally means that they're going to give you something that makes it worth your while to do that. And if you don't get the thing that makes it worth your while to do that, then that's where we get the concept of being strung along by a gaslighter, someone who actually was not going to give you what they claim they're going to give you. So, for example, white people said that black people would get reparations, but they've been gaslighting us ever since they landed in this land because they've always been saying that they will give us our land back or give us our resources back, or give us our money back, or give us what they stole from us back. They've been saying that they wouldn't steal it in the first place. And then they say that they'll give it back after they steal it. Because this is the gaslighting God of Judaism. And everyone who serves the gaslighting God of Judaism uses their fire, like Daniel, to gaslight people of color, people of other And this is why white people are obsessed with the fire element. This is what fire is all about in the new world order. White people are obsessed with the fire element because it allows them to gaslight God. And all of us as gods are being gaslit by the white people who teach us we are expressions of one spirit, one space. All of our souls, all of our blackness is taught that we're all expressions of one spirit because we're being gaslit by God. That's what's happening on a collective human level through the who's, through the Jewish justice system, through all these Christian churches that teach us to sacrifice our children to Jesus because we're not happy alone in our own heavens. That's how the Masons make money using all the past lives of Metatron to teach us that we only live once as they manipulate our emotions with the math they stole from Mercury. String us along, 
pulling us apart, tearing us down. I wish what I was saying was not true, but this is the only reason America matters as a nation. This is the only reason the Russian banking system has been able to work through the European government to make all of North, South, and Central America as we know it matter. For whiteness, for white supremacy, for light supremacy, fire supremacy, the all-consuming fire of El Kanaz, white spiritual space. We all have our own spiritual space, just like we all have our own all-consuming fire. I identify as having an all-creative fire. My ego is not all-consuming. My ego is all-creative. And yours is too. That's why your ego created a soul. That's why you created your own soul. Jealous Jehovah is the all-consuming fire because he consumes our souls. That's the whole point of Abraham's covenant saying that we need to be circumcised to save our souls because they're saying that us sacrificing our flesh to the fire allows us to be saved by the all-consuming desire of El Kanah. And they're saying that they consume our foreskins, our flesh. They consume our flesh overall. That's why we're taught to drink the blood of Jesus, eat the flesh of Jesus, to go to heaven and celebrate God. I'm in so much pain, it's unreal. So, I feel for all people of color, religious racism is more real than anyone wants to talk about, but if we don't talk about it, we won't be able to heal what is plaguing and poisoning human health on a collective level. And I love everyone to not talk about this too much. I love everyone too much to just sit down and shut up and let the Masons who are weaponizing the caduceus of Metatron build their business off of our scoliosis backs. (laughs) So if you want to benefit your body with a skeletal solution, you know where to find me. Always a saying Academy, chaseyourgenes.com. If you want to go fast and get tough, so you can raise your vibration through the power of water fasting, you know where to find me. Always a saying academy at chaseyourgenes.com. If you want to separate your mind from your body so that you can learn why God created you and you can learn directly from your spirit why your soul makes your structure matter, then you know where to find me. Your psychedelic psychopomp symmetry and always a saying academy at chaseyourgenes.com. I'm going to go meditate and control the emotions I have about everything that is outside of my control because I am going through a terrifying circumstance that is completely outside of my control and the only thing I can do to walk on water is control my own soul. (laughs) And fasting is all about that. So peace out. Much love. Stay awesome. And I will see you later. Gang gang. Yah.